and welcome to Tiny Victories, the show where we offer up minor accomplishments and fleeting joys. I'm Laura House. And I'm Annabelle Gerwich. And each week on the show, no matter what's going on in the world, we'll share one thing that gives us a reason to get out of bed. It's something we like to call a tiny victory. That's right. So thanks for joining us. For the rest of the Max Fun Drive, we ask you to hit pause on your anxiety. That's right, because there's one more week to support Tiny Victories. You can support us all year long by sharing your victories with us, telling your friends about the show. But now is the best time to boost or upgrade your membership. That's because if you become a member or upgrade your membership during the drive, you can get some sweet, sweet swag in return. And we're going to tell you more about that just ahead. Still, feel free to visit maxfund.org slash join right now if you are so moved. And now, let's get tiny. Today on Tiny Victories, we're talking to Morgan and Matt Walsh. Morgan my very good friend, and Matt, of course, my sworn enemy. Morgan is a hilarious writer and actress. She plays Ginger Flynn in games people play. She started as one of the founders of Gender Nation. They donate LGBTQ affirming storybooks. I Do you say plus? I never know. Do you say the plus? They donate LGBTQ plus affirming storybooks to public school libraries because it's natural to identify along the spectrum. And Matt Walsh plays Mike McClintock on Veep. He's one of the four starters of UCB. And he played a guy named Sam in a short called Little Victories. Can you believe it? Welcome to Tiny Victories. Small world. <laughs> Hi, you guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. We were hoping you might share maybe a tiny victory that you had during the pandemic. So, you know, I feel like we've been achieving right and left during the pandemic. Um, Because you're forced to, or we were forced to, because you can't, we, we have three kids and our house is busy. And when appliances go down and you need them to function and you can't call a handyman, but for us, like we call a handyman to screw in a light bulb, basically. Like, we, <laughs> we need help with everything, especially Matt. I mean, I'm very capable. Oh, but interesting. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> That's interesting you say that, Morgan, though, because a lot of people have said that, like, their houses just got tired of them. Yeah. My dishwasher broke. My dryer broke. Like, my appliances just said, yeah. you know what? I've had it. I've put in a lot of work here. Not doing this anymore. I'm sick of you. You it ma- was the real pandemic. Yes. <laughs> I used to yes. never see you. Dear John I see letters. You every day. <laughs> what did you guys do? So you, you had a dishwasher that broke? Yeah, our dishwasher broke. Well, a couple things, but yeah, the dishwasher broke and we're thinking like, oh God, like it was full of water, you know, it broke mid cycle and it stopped and we're trying to figure out what to do. And the kids, it was bedtime. It was like nine, nine fifteen. <laughs> and I'm like, I just, I think like I... I just wanted to be done. Like I kind of have that sort of brain that once something is there, I need to just finish it, check the box. And so it was, it was pretty late. And Matt's like, we can call a handyman probably like, it'll be fine. We'll do it tomorrow. And I was like, listen, like pioneer times, like everyone. (laughs) And I'm like, it's pioneer times. I'm looking at YouTube. (laughs) Like, So I, I pulled up our dishwasher brand. Mm-hmm. And a Bosch. A, it's a Bosch, if anybody's wondering. Eco, there's an it's an eco Bosch. Has an eco feature, so it's a little more conserving of water. If you don't use it a thousand <laughs> times a day, which we do, we, we use it. So all we're not the time. saving a lot. So we're of not water. saving any water. Um, 
But I followed this video and I even found the special tool. You can't just use a regular Phillips head school uh, screwdriver. You have to find a special tool. And we yes. happen to have it. Oh, wait, wait. First of all, I I, I'm that. just, uh, Morgan, I, I feel this is like several victories here. First of all, you actually watch the like fix it video on. I I, I just like throw up my hands and weep. I, I just, I'm so impressed you followed directions. And then you had this tool. I mean, that's kind of amazing. That's kind of serendipitous. And I think she diagnosed it with a broken piece of glass down there. I think you knew that if you could I get the, the face. Yeah, you found the broken glass. So she was onto the clue oh. early. So you diagnosed. She deduced the solution it. before she even had to get the tool out, I think. The the video, you know, to follow instructions, I was hitting play and then he'd do a step and I'd pause it so I could do yeah. that step. And the, uh, he didn't address the fact that the tool looked different. He just went in there with this tool and I'm like, Ugh. none of the screw, when we have all these random tools places and I'm like, none of the screwdrivers we have are working. And then I checked our junk door where I have a little baggie of all these different mishmash of different tools. And I pulled out this one and I'm like, I, if this works, like it was that moment. Amazing. I'm like, I know exactly what you're talking <gasps> about. And then it's like, like putting it in and then it fits like fucking <laughs> Indiana Jones and the temple of doom, like solving a puzzle. And the thing comes off and I find the glass. Oh my gosh. I that is so satisfying. It really was. That's amazing. And I have to ask, Morgan Walsh, are you now available to come over and fix my dishwasher? One hundred percent. I will say I tried to exhibit the same skills on our bathroom sink, the underpiping. Is that what it's called? The undercarriage. Uh-huh. Sink? <laughs> it's the upside down. It's upside the upside down. down. I pulled it out, I cleaned it out, and then I'm like, man. Exactly what you just said, Annabelle. I'm like, why am I even here? Like, I am amazing. Why do I think? Like, I am clearly, like, touched by the repair gods and, like, can do this for anybody who needs anything at any time. And I put the thing back up and I turn on the water and all the water comes pouring out into the <laughs> bottom of the cabinet. And I'm like, I'm trying different ways. I'm now looking at photos of like how things should look. Maybe we should just move. Yes, it was. <laughs> and then of course, for that particular thing, we had to call a plumber and I had to admit defeat, but I, I had had the victory with the dishwasher, which I will still carry with me. So I also just want to take a second to mention the Max Fun Drive that's happening right now. Yes, the Max Fun Drive is a time of year where we all come together to support the shows on Max Fun. We do that as a community because that's what we are. We're a community of shows, which is actually just a super unique model out there. Yeah, it really is. And we're so happy to be part of it. And when you become a member during the Max Fun Drive, you get to decide which shows benefit. And Max Fun is audience supported, which means we are free to make the content that you enjoy because people like you contribute. Exactly. So when you become a member during Max Fun Drive, you get to pick the show that you're supporting. And we're new here and we're tiny and we would really love <laughs> your support. It, it would be a tiny, it's a tiny victory that we even record tiny victories because we are not tech savvy. That's right. And I'm speaking for both Laura and I, and this is a message approved by both of us, which is that we <laughs> suck at everything technical and we could never produce this show ourselves. It's only through the 
good graces of Maximum Fun Network, supported by you, that we get to have the show produced by our producer, Laura Swisher. Who is amazing. Who is amazing. And we couldn't bring the show to light without her. So we are really dependent on the Max Fund Drive. And this is our first time. It's like, you know, the public radio drive. It's our first time shucking for Max Fund Drive. This, this is our first rodeo. It is. It is. I think that's one of the things that uh, amongst first, I mean, who would have thought we would have gone through a year of the pandemic and... I know that one of the things that's been really important to me is the consistency of having my friends and the familiar voices that I hear to make me feel normal-ish. I don't feel normal yet. I feel normal-ish. And if you have been enjoying the show and you're able to join, we really want to encourage you to do that. Yes. Now is an excellent time to become a new member or upgrade your membership because there's a ton of goodies for $5 a month. You get all the bonus content from all the shows. We had a great conversation with Julia Sweeney. You talked about maybe whether or not she wants to continue acting or not. Things she's learned about herself during the pandemic and all of her book clubs, which is one of the most hilarious things I've ever heard about, which is having too many books clubs to manage. (laughs) So many revelations from Julia Sweeney, who is lovely. So $5 a month gets you all the bonus content from our show and other shows. And for $10 a month, you get even more. Yeah. For $10 a month, you get all the bonus content, a max fund membership card, a cool pin of your choice. Hopefully you will pick our pin, which is our pin is so fun. It's this little wave and it says, let's get tiny. And these pins have become super popular with listeners. And next year, I just heard no pins. We are facing that out. So this is in on your pins while you can. Exactly. But perhaps you might be able to afford $20 a month which sounds like a big ask, but if you can afford it, we would really appreciate it because maybe you're like, I truly love Max Fun and all the great content, especially Tiny Victories because it changed my life and helps me appreciate moments I might have overlooked had I never listened to the show. I mean, if that's what you're thinking. (laughs) And I know hosts like you and Annabelle put your all into each episode and I can afford joining up or upgrading to $20 a month. If that is you (laughs) that Laura and I imagined, thank you. And that was so sweet and thoughtful. And listen, if that's you, we love that. And for $20, you're not only getting our sincere gratitude, but you will get the special gift, the Max Fun Take a Minute Tea Kit. This is a very cool tea kit. This is a rocket-shaped tea infuser and a cool mug. It is. I, I, I looked at the picture and I said to Laura, oh, my God, I've got to get that for my kid because they love tea. It is beautiful. It's a custom tin with art by Atomic Pixies, a rocket-shaped tea infuser, and a custom Maximum Fun blend of tea from our friends at Wishes Tea. We think you deserve (laughs) the tiny victory of taking a moment for yourself and enjoying a nice cup of tea, and I'm getting one for my kid. It is gorgeous. I didn't even realize it came with actual tea. That's incredible. If you're already a member, thank you so much for supporting the show and the network. And if you want to join or boost or upgrade, please go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Fixing fixing stuff is such a great tiny victory. Were there yeah. other, other pandemic-y victories? I did okay with the sourdough. A friend uh, dropped off... <laughs> A friend dropped off some sourdough. A starter. 
a starter, a, a, mm-hmm. a yeast, if you will, a living culture and yes. in a jar. Uh-huh. Not to name drop Tom Papa, famous comedian. Yep. He was doing that all over the place. Tom Papa? He bred it up the whole comedy community. He's in my neighborhood, sort of. I did not get one from Tom. At this point, I can give you some of mine. I mean, you don't need Tom anymore. So you've you've kept it alive now. You, do you put it in the refrigerator? Yeah, you leave it in the refrigerator, and I've named it Dovid nineteen. Nice. I see. I yes, see what that yes. connects to. <laughs> and did you make one loaf, or did you did you did you work on it repeatedly? Up, oh my up, gosh, up. I've probably made a hundred loaves of bread easy uh, during the pandemic. Oh no, no my god! You make it in a batch. Well, yes. You make it in a batch of two. Yeah. So it's been successful some not everyday successful but some batches definitely proud of them and they do give great comfort in the way that fixing a dishwasher makes you feel like oh we're not living outside of our means it's like oh we're making our own bread Mm. we're gonna get through we're gonna get through Mm. this pandemic we have our own chicken eggs soon enough you know we'll get through this pandemic yeah were the chickens also a pandemic thing or were they pandemic i feel like they were pre am i crazy you're crazy you're insane. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're you're a lunatic. Bonker you're bonkers. You're rambling. You're a rambling maniac. Fair, fair. So where did the idea for chickens come? Like who had who had the chicken plan? Who hatched the chicken plans? Nailed, Nailed it. it. What came first, the chicken or the plan? Nailed what? I guess I did. And it 100% was 100% it was him. I went ahead and just like tried to build, tried to order a chicken coop and it was a rabbit hutch. So I ordered another one, he which was a chicken coop. He ordered a rabbit hutch. Doesn't it say like rabbit hutch or does it say like all purpose outdoor urban farming? (laughs) It's like when Morgan ordered a radio flyer off of eBay and it was cheap. It was only like $50. Normally they're like 300. It was like $24. Whatever. And it shows up and it's this big. (laughs) Oh, Morgan. It just happens, Annabelle. That's your answer. Will chickens not go in a rabbit hutch? I don't see the problem. A rabbit hutch is too small. So then I put a, I ordered another one, a bigger one, which was a chicken coop for like two to three chickens. And uh, I put that together, assembled it Ikea style. I mean, I helped that cool. Yeah. So this chicken coop, two to three chickens, again, no chickens yet, just the coop. And then I'm laid up and injured from an accident during the pandemic too. So I can't walk and I'm not running around the yard, but I am hearing a lot of action in the yard through the window. <laughs> and it goes on and on. Various people are coming. There's uh, trucks and things and mats. Trucks. Well, to bring in that <laughs> stuff in the wood you put on the floor. Okay. To explain the outside of the... The new one? The big one no. in the front? Explain how you took them. We've had many incarnations of a chicken coop. So the one we built, and then you did the chain link outside, yeah. wood floor. He cemented things together. We had to turn off sprinklers. He put it in a weird part of the yard. And then he put the rabbit hutch and the other chicken coop we built inside this like chain link. Imagine like a chain link pole barn, if you will, like a big. But just the caveat to that is we had our handyman, Dave, read the instructions. And what they don't deliver when you order this one is like eight, 12 foot sections of pipe. (laughs) So I built it. I built it once, but it was the size of like. An outhouse, like a at a concert, you know, like a. T- <laughs> you made like a chicken condo, is what I'm picturing. Is there a chicken coop inside another chicken coop? It's like a chicken pen and then a chicken coop. So we've gone, we've gone through three 
incarnations of this chicken coop. At first it was the rabbit hutch, then it was the slightly larger chicken coop, then rabbit hutch and chicken coop in a, in a bigger chain link thing. That was the thing that was like Sanford and Son. It uh, had a tarp over. It was just all thrown together. Well, yeah, the, the roof is indeed a tarp, but that's that's the design of the coop. So it did look a little if you like pick that design, country. You it looked a little pick. country store, like a place where mm-hmm. you might have cars up on uh, cinder blocks. What else would it be? Like marble floors and no. Here's the deal. <laughs> like grass. You're right. Like exactly. Thank you, Laura House. Let me say I support that chicken coop. Thank you, Laura House. They don't get that fancy. No, I- they're safe. They're secure. They're dry. They're warm. And you would you would. Look Look like such a jerk if you were like I made it real fancy. Here's yes. Yes. here's where here I'm right, you are all wrong, and here's what it is: the chicken coop that he made looked, but he glue hot glued the the rabbit hutch and the mini chicken screw coop, gun. sorry screw gun, <laughs> into this wood floor. And I said to him, I go, where did you get the idea for? By the way, no chickens. P.S. No chickens yet, right? Well, no, they have to have a home first, Morgan. Okay. And I'm like, why Why the wood floor on the bottom? Like, did you read that that's what they need? Because all the pictures I see, there's just grass, like, on the bottom. And he's like, oh, well, I don't know. I just thought... So he was making creative design decisions. Mm-hmm. And then we, I was looking at pictures. And basically, I came out of surgery. I'd had an injury. I came out of surgery. We had this giant thing in our yard. It seemed crazy to me. He rerouted sprinklers. <laughs> So this is now like a six step thing. And I was like, can't we just go look, look at this Pinterest chicken coop. It's like a little wooden coop and we can put it on our grass and it'll be pretty. Can we please do it? And he was like, yes. So now we have just a, they, it's a grass floor. It's wooden. It's very charming. Yep. Is it bedazzled? The coop? No, yes. it is, is not bedazzled, bedazzled. But, but in true fashion, okay, just checking. I, yeah, I was happy to throw money at it to not have a problem. So we bought a nice with fancy. Me. He means yeah. problem with me. So we bought a nice, <laughs> a nice fancy chicken coop from this place in Lompoc and they it's drive not, it down. It's not even that fancy. It's just, it's kind of like shakery. It has like a cedar roof. You guys, it oh, is just an wow. action. So cute. It's cute. It's just an actual chicken coop. It's like, we're acting like it's really fancy, but really it's just not designed by a civilian. It's like a chicken farm. But let me just recontextualize. When you watch a movie, hold on. When you watch a movie and you see people who live with chickens, they're just living around garbage cans and like a piece of tarp. Like, they're just wandering around the yard. Yeah, exactly. But they do wander around exactly. the yard. Exactly. I think like, of there's babe. all sorts of makeshift chicken coops throughout the history of mankind that those chickens have thrived and been kept safe and fed and warm. So our necessity for cuteness has never been part of the agricultural evolution of us living with chickens. It wasn't something the chickens were asking for. We just don't know. Uh, I don't think chickens have an aesthetic appreciation of American aesthetics. Quite honestly. <laughs> I got to say, I'm with you. Quite honestly. <laughs> but there's another tiny victory in there, I think, of the compromise of the coop. Oh, you yeah. You always refer to in your relationship of like, I built a crazy coop. Morgan came in and said, you know what? Let's tweak this a little. And it's like, all right. Well, this conversation leads to compromise. Yeah, it's an evolution. We've landed at a good place, which is still evolving. We're going to move it one more time and then we'll be done with it with a fence. Maybe put some carpet in there, maybe an escalator. <laughs> I think tiny victories are about, for me, if I may. Getting an escalator in your chicken coop. <laughs> and bedazzling it. <laughs> no, it's kind of like permission to fail. Like we, early on, mm. when, we, when we dated, 
we had what we called vacation mm -hmm. karma. We sort of met in a, in a way that we had so much free time. It was almost like a honeymoon in New York the, the week we met. It was really perfect. And I think that's good framing for a life in a way. If you like, oh my God, we're on vacation. Like everything's perfect. And so you stumble into things. Like I thought of when we drove up to see our parents with a with an RV, we just pulled over at random places and we found like a perfect kayaking place and they had kayaks. Like you just like, that's, mm -hmm. that's a small victory with no plan stumbling into like a random national park or like small park and like, Oh, you want to rent a kayak? And then you're going through the beautiful like canals of this grassland, kind of like Venice, but really like lots of nature. And like, and that, I think a lot of it is because you just chill and you don't have, obviously there's no expectations on vacation usually like hopefully. So I think that sort of, permission to to fail and like the chicken coop evolved i think the chicken coop like it was pretty shoddy out by the pool and it was too small <laughs> and then it was sanford and son and then it was like chicken poop everywhere they're running around the, the yard uh, oh but, boy. <laughs> but i think those moments were headed towards the right direction that's awesome i love those tiny victories and i, I it is awesome and i love also what you you know what you just said i mean you know, this, the, the chanceness and then jumping on this opportunity that you had. Also, I think it's a tiny victory if you can travel together in an RV and share one <laughs> of those little RV bathrooms. To me, that might even be a big victory. And you're still together after all these years and you shared an RV bathroom. This is this is maybe heading towards headline status. I'm not, I'm not sure if it, if it still qualifies for the show, but I just wanted to say thank you so much, Morgan and Matt. Thank you guys for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Laura, I just want to say that I'm really grateful that we've gotten our fun, funny friends funny and wise friends to have conversations with us. Me too. I love what he said. My big takeaway was what he said about live every day like you're on vacation. And I love Morgan. I love them both. They're just so delightful. And I hope our Max Fun listeners enjoyed them as much as we did. So we want to thank everyone for that amazing first week of the Maximum Fun Drive. And now we're in week two. And as a network, we're trying to reach our goal of 28,000 new or upgrading members. It had not oddly occurred to me to join until the Max Fun Drive. And I realized it is a whole community and there are so many great shows, shows I love. And I went ahead and joined too. I've joined up our whole household, our music guy, Brian Swartz also a member. For $5, you get all the bonus content from all of the shows. And for $10 a month, you can get an enamel pin. And I don't know if you saw this, Laura House, but uh, according to the New York Times style section, pins, lapel pins are really in. So we're like right there on trend. As usual, we very much appreciate any support we can get, especially since this is our very first Max Fun Drive. So if you're in a position to help out, we really appreciate it. So you'll visit MaximumFun.org slash join. And next week, we've got a really great tiny victory. I'm from Four Seasons Total Landscaping over here where Giuliani stood. If you're not yet following the show, why not? We're at GetTinyPod on both Instagram and Twitter. And to follow us individually, you can follow me at I'm Laura Howard. And you can follow me at L.A. Gerwich. Thanks to Brian Swartz for our theme music. Our producer is Laura Swisher and her dog, Addie. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, may you have coops and hutches full of tiny victories. <laughs> this is a production of Maximum Fun.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.